Hi, I'm Dan Jones. And I'm Mia Lee, and we are the editors of Modern Love at The New York Times and co-hosts of the Modern Love podcast. We read love stories for a living. And by love stories, we mean essays written by real people about all forms of human connection. We're talking about everything from first dates to funerals, from sibling rivalries to new love at 85. On our show, we're going to bring those stories to life. We'll hear from the writers and also from the people who are written about. Relationships are the most important things in our lives. And the people that tell us their stories are just so brave, like way braver than I think I am most of the time. Yeah. They're so honest and so vulnerable. And listening to the stories, I feel like you absorb so much wisdom and you get a sense that you're not alone. You can follow Modern Love wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. We hope you'll join us. New episodes are out every Wednesday. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. This is a special episode of The Daily Today, Michael Flynn pleads guilty to lying to the FBI, saying he's cooperating with the Mueller investigation. What it tells us that prosecutors have a senior member of the Trump White House on their side. It's Friday afternoon, December 1st. Uh, We begin with the significant sign that former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn could be cooperating with Robert Mueller, the special counsel leading this whole Russia investigation. Flynn's lawyers told White House lawyers they could no longer discuss defense strategy with them. This guy that Trump was very close to is going to be flipping, essentially, to talk to the other side about what he knows with Russia. Mike, when did you hear that Michael Flynn was going to plead guilty to charges of lying to the FBI? Well, this all, for us, goes back to nine days ago, eight days ago on Thanksgiving when I was in the car with my family driving to Philadelphia and I got a call that Flynn had pulled out of this joint defense agreement with the president. Mike Schmidt is an investigative reporter at The Times. Flynn's lawyers and the president's lawyers had been sharing information because they were on the same side of things. But Flynn had pulled out of this agreement in a signal that he was cooperating. You can't stay in that agreement if you're going to be on the other side of things. So we're working our way through traffic in Maryland, and Hmm. I get this call. I turn to my dad, who's in the passenger seat, and I said, (laughs) Dad, Flynn may have flipped. I need you to drive. And he looks at me with this look like... (laughs) You will literally do anything to get out of driving. <laughs> so, so what you just learned at that moment was that Flynn's lawyer had ended a kind of mutual compact with the president's lawyers in which they were cooperating, sharing information. And the minute that you learned that, you immediately suspect or intuit that that means that Flynn is going from talking and maybe even working with the White House to working with federal prosecutors. It's a legalese thing, but at the end of the day, it's a signal that Flynn was going to flip and Flynn was going to cooperate. And in the end, it turns out to be a fairly important thing, obviously, now that he has begun cooperating and pled guilty. Lock him up! Lock him up! Lock him up! So give us the scene this morning at the courthouse in Washington as this becomes a reality. At 10.30 this morning, Mike Flynn 
who at the beginning of this year was the president's national security advisor, mm-hmm. the top national security official in the government, walks into the federal courthouse in downtown Washington and pleads guilty to lying to the FBI about the nature of his calls with the Russian ambassador during the transition. And pleading guilty, as Flynn did, signifies that he's now cooperating with the government, right? Well, it's not just that he pleads guilty. He agrees to cooperate with the government. He agrees to tell them about any type of crime that has been committed. Got it. So tell us about what Flynn pled guilty to lying to the FBI about. One we already know about, right? It's the reason he left the White House just a month into the new Trump administration. He was found to have lied about a telephone conversation with the Russian ambassador. Remind us what went down in that case. There were two calls that are in question. The first one was around a vote shortly before Christmas in which the U.N. Security Council was going to vote on whether to condemn Israel on the building of settlements. As part of that, we learned today, Flynn had lobbied the Russian ambassador to vote in Israel's favor. Hmm. What we also learned today is that Flynn had lied to the FBI about that. The second call is one that happens on December 29th, in which Flynn talks to the ambassador about sanctions. The Obama administration has just announced that they are imposing sanctions on Russia for their meddling in the election. And Flynn calls the ambassador, we learn, to reassure him to sort of sit tight and not do anything and wait until they get into office. So this Israel call, I don't think I knew about that one before. No, this is something new, and it's as part of this story we go along, we get different facts and chip away as as we move forward. And what we learn today is about what happens before this vote. Benjamin Netanyahu calls the transition team and says, look, I need your help with this U.N. Security Council vote. The Obama administration is going to allow it to happen, and I need you to lobby other countries on our behalf. The transition team thought this was a really important issue, and Flynn, along with Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, begin lobbying other countries on Israel's behalf. And the second call, the one we had heard about before, Flynn reassures Russia that sanctions that have been imposed by President Obama, the outgoing president, he and the incoming president, Donald Trump, they're not going to take them that seriously and they're going to try to unravel them. It's sit tight, don't retaliate is the message that Flynn Hmm. conveys to the Russian ambassador. Which is to say Flynn is telling the Russians, these sanctions that are being imposed against you, this new administration, we're going to have a whole new approach. Correct. As you recall, Donald Trump, either as a candidate or in office, has said basically nothing critical about Russia and has made improving relations with Russia a central part of his platform. So these are two cases in which Michael Flynn acting on behalf of the Trump transition team, talks to the Russian ambassador about actions that the Obama administration, which is still in power, is about to take or has just taken that involved Russia. Is that right? Correct. The Trump transition team was in this weird, unchartered territory where they were trying to get involved in foreign policy matters when there was still an administration in office. Mm -hmm. Most, if not all, prior administrations have respected the fact that there's one administration at a time and that it can take its actions. What's different here 
is that there was a lot going on on the transition team side where they were trying to play foreign policy. And that was something that has gotten them into a lot of trouble. So it's it's clearly illegal to have lied to the FBI about this stuff. But are the actions themselves not illegal? There's some question about whether Flynn's discussions with foreign governments while the Obama administration was still in office violated something called the Logan Act. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't appear that there was anything inherently wrong with the conversations. But where Flynn runs into trouble is when he tries to talk to the FBI about it and answer its questions about what he was talking to Kislyak, the ambassador, about. So presumably, in any case, Flynn will not be charged with anything further than what he has, right, given that he is now cooperating with the special counsel? No, that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Flynn has criminal exposure on several other issues, including his work for foreign governments, and whether he tried to arrange a kidnapping of a Turkish exile in the United States on behalf of the Turkish government. Those things were not mentioned in the charging documents today, but are matters the special counsel has been looking at. But you have to understand, when someone cooperates, the government is more likely to allow them to plead to lesser charges Mm -hmm. in exchange for the information that they're providing. So by Mueller not charging Flynn with other things, he can hold things back and continue to have leverage over him as he forces him to cooperate and tell him everything he knows. Right. And and this is the first senior White House official to cooperate. Does the fact that the government has chosen to offer Flynn a deal suggest that he has information on someone they think to be an even more significant target within the Trump campaign or administration than Flynn. When you're the national security advisor, there aren't that many more people left above you. What we know about the Justice Department and about Bob Mueller's history is that they do not offer pleas to people who do not have things to give. Hmm. And in this case, you have to think if they are going to allow someone who has such criminal exposure to take a plea agreement, then he has some cards, some information that Mueller really wants and needs. Hmm. I mean, look, the biggest questions here are, what does Flynn know about what Trump knew about the conversations with the Russians? Mm -hmm. And what does Flynn know about the campaign's efforts to work or collude with the Russians or to get information from them? As we know, the Russians had promised the campaign damaging, incriminating information on Hillary Clinton There are a lot of questions about connections between the Trump campaign and Russia that if there is a there there, Flynn should be able to answer. Michael, is the suspicion or perhaps the theory that the president might have requested that Flynn make these calls or that he might have been aware of it? And if either of those are true, how much does that change the course of the special counsel's investigation? But that's the thing. It doesn't appear that there's anything illegal about the fact that these conversations happened. So why is it that Flynn went to such lengths to lie about it? Hmm. And even if Trump knew about it, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But the question here is that why did they go to such lengths to mislead and lie about it? What was it that led them to do that? Is that simply just the instincts of this administration Mm -hmm. where they fall back on not wanting to be candid? Or is there something larger 
that was going on mm-hmm. here that they were trying to distract from and and not admit to. We know that the campaign sought out information that the Russians said they had on Hillary Clinton. But beyond that, we don't really know what the true nature of the relationship was. So, Mike, as I always want to know when I talk to you about this investigation, what does this development mean to you as someone who is reporting on all of this so closely every day? First of all, there had been a notion being pushed by the White House that Mueller was going to be done by the end of the year. Right. I didn't believe it at the time, and I believe it less so today. To the president's huge frustration, I imagine. It is something that has dogged them from day one and continues as we come into the end of the first year to be something that they cannot move past. It is quite remarkable that the campaign chairman and the former national security advisor have now both been charged in connection with this. Every time that this story looks like it may have petered out or hit a top, it breaks through into a new area. And at this point, that doesn't surprise me anymore, Mm -hmm. but I do find it quite remarkable because there have been different periods in the past year where I've thought maybe this story has gone as far as it can go. So then where do you think this investigation goes next? The central question will be, what does Flynn have to offer to Mueller? What does he know, and how does that help Mueller advance his investigation? We don't know a ton about that today, but what we do know is that what Flynn has is good enough for Mueller and the Justice Department to offer him a plea agreement, something that they would not do unless they thought he really had something to tell them. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Shortly after Flynn appeared in court on Friday, Ty Cobb, the president's lawyer dealing with the Russia inquiry, played down the potential impact of Flynn's deal with federal authorities, saying he only served in the administration for a short time and had pled guilty to a single count of lying to the FBI. Nothing about the guilty plea or the charge implicates anyone other than Mr. Flynn, Cobb said in a statement, repeating the White House hope that Mueller would conclude the investigation quickly. Here's what else you need to know. This evening, Senate Republicans are expected to pass the most sweeping overhaul of the U.S. tax code in a generation, potentially giving President Trump his first major legislative victory. On Thursday, Republicans had suffered an unexpected setback when a congressional committee announced that the plan would create a trillion-dollar deficit over the next 10 years, prompting several senators to withhold their support. But after a series of last-minute changes designed to win over the holdouts, Senators Susan Collins of Maine, Jeff Flake of Arizona, Steve Daines of Montana, and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin all said they would back the bill. We have the votes, said Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. That's it for The Daily. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you Monday. When times became uncertain, Wampley pivoted their technology platform and committed to help small businesses and self-employed workers get approved for their PPP loan. 
In just a few months, Womply has helped 1 million businesses across America to secure much-needed funding so they can continue to stay open and serve their communities. Womply helps small businesses thrive. Visit Womply.com to learn more.